In spring of 2022, my courses Slayer Dragons and Guardians of Manifestation and Truth are back. Join me if you're currently working with me or if you'd like to get started working with me one-on-one, get in touch and we'll take this 10-week journey together. This course has extensive materials, audio recordings, practices, and journaling exercises, as well as a group experience where we come together on a conference call. And these calls are recorded. So if you're in a part of the world where you can't quite make the live call, right after the call, you'll receive the recording. And I hope you can join me for this amazing, transformative experience of working with personal archetypes, working with your soma, and exploring the whole world of archetypal somatics and the symbolic world and how we can use these patterns and tools to transform every aspect of our lives. Hi, I'm Melissa Meter, and this is the Synchrosoma Podcast. Remember to subscribe. Find me at Instagram at Synchrosoma. My email is synchrosoma at gmail.com and on the web, synchrosoma.com. Western mind, and maybe this has something to do with Kali Yuga or the age of quarrel, that we're in this sort of part of the cycle. And, you know, this is when our psyche has devolved into, you know, just greed and hunger for power and uh, competition, you know, just all sorts of abuses. But at least the Western attitude has been, as a collective, greedy, sort of taking from nature, taking from each other. Uh, in in Sanskrit, there's a word called grasping, and one of the Niyamas is non-grasping, aparigraha. Aparigraha means to be non-possessive, non-grasping, letting go of what we no longer need, what's outdated, letting go of what is not serving us, letting go. And, And we see this in... You know, I consider the work I do, shadow stalking, to be medicinal. It's complementary medicine to whatever medicine you're taking and whatever ails you. And when we work with physical medicines like herbs or Western medicines, there's a the attitude can be very domineering or you could call it patriarchal, but it's really not masculine necessarily or about... Uh, it's really Kali Yuga infection more than man or woman um, or male or female. But but it's kind of like, what is this plant going to do for me? That's kind of sum it up like that. I've got an issue and I'm going to take something from this plant 
and I'm just going to buy it if I need it. I'm going to over-harvest it. I'm, I mean, there's things like taxes, you know, which is the um, the yew tree that's used for breast cancer. You, you know, uh, taxes. I can't remember the other names for the medicines, but but uh, it's over-harvested and for good reason. You know, there's a lot of need for that kind of thing. But but the attitude is not collaborative. It isn't peer-to-peer with the plant. It isn't plant spirit medicine. It's physical plant taking. And this we see this all over the place in terms of of having an attitude of taking or grasping or possessiveness instead of collaboration chi flow uh chi donation there's a there's a deficit or an impoverished spirit that believes it has to own something and possess it to get the benefit from it um or enslave it which you see a lot in the climate i'm in northern california what's the new the new favorite medicine is cannabis it's not new i know that but now that it's legal, it's sort of the corporate takeover. You see that. But even before that, there was this attitude of taking. I used to hear people calling their plants their girls, like really kind of almost like a pimp talking about his, you know, workers or something. You, you hear this attitude because they're female plants. And so it's like you kill the males and then you have the, but it's this attitude of taking 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 from this plant spirit enslaving the plant spirit um what one of the things you do with cannabis is you stress the plant to increase the THC so you take the females and you put them all together in one area and then you stress them so that they put out more and more and more of their medicine so that um, because they, they don't have males, they, they're not allowed to make seeds, they're not allowed to be fertile. So I mean, this is kind of a I don't know enough about this world, but just enough decode on it to get that the attitude even with that medicine is to dominate. And, and we see that in really well meaning uh, herbalism of all kinds that the 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 plant is seen as a thing to be used we see that in all sorts of resource depletion water is just there for me to have i can flush it i can do whatever the hell i want with it and the attitude is just dominance 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 so so this makes for a lot of challenges if you want to um, come out of those kinds of attitudes and get real evolution happening. The other thing is this healing idea with medicine. I This medicine is supposed to heal me rather than I'm supposed to accept my karma and evolve. That's why we're here. This is an ancient Vedic idea. This isn't me just making up how to do things like you're not supposed to heal. This is the attitude is evolution at any cost. So if I'm so thick headed and so in my mind and so mind locked that I can't become hearted and connect with a plant spirit and connect with real medicine, whatever it is, even if it's a so-called monster or even if I can't make an ally out of whatever I'm in contact with, then I'm going to have some pretty like 
harsh experiences. And I'm not saying that we cause our issues at all. I'm saying that whatever we're experiencing, we want to have a peer-to-peer collaborative ally connection with that thing. So back to domination, taking aparigraha, which is non-stealing, non-grasping. We we want to we want to change our basic relationship with everything we encounter if we haven't already started that path. We want to see the things around us as medicine and something to honor and collaborate with rather than to take from. We want to consider how our taking is impacting all of the things and people around us. We want to come out of possessive ideas like I own my land. There's no owning really going on in this reality. Um, even if you think somebody own, somebody else owns the place that you're supposed to own, that isn't happening either. There, there's no, I, I mean, there's an, there's a structure overlaid on top of truth that is kind of a spell that collectively we've all kind of agreed to, but it's not real. It's none of this is real. So any successes you're making, any bank account you have, none of that's real. You can't take it with you. It has nothing to do with your soul or your evolution. So we can start to detach from those spells and not believe them. And we can start to have an honorable, connected, uh, peer-to-peer, collaborative experience with the medicine that takes its shape in every form, um, both physical, etheric, emotional, energetic, any of it, all of that's medicine. Our waking dream symbols are medicine. Um, we, we can have a totally different orientation towards this reality that we're in, the mother, matter, matrix. All of those are the same word, mater. We can start to have a honorable and humble connection to the allies that are all around us all the time. Now, to further this idea, there's something pretty powerful to understand about real evolution. And if you can leap with me into evolution as being your your thing that you're doing rather than healing, no matter what's so-called wrong with you, what your problems are, what your illnesses are, if you can get into evolution at any cost rather than healing, then this next part's going to really matter to you. One of the ways that you can really evolve and evolve quickly besides just dropping into heart is becoming somebody who donates your chi. Call it chi donation or service or seva in Sanskrit. And if you particularly serve beings that are really evolved in there, and I'm not talking about false gurus or somebody with a training or some kind of um, person that has a bunch of following or 
a celebrity, none of that. I'm talking about the people that you have contact with or the the even the people that are not living anymore that have valuable wisdom. If you can serve that end, serve those people and and bring your donating spirit to those people, it's going to keep you humble. A lot of us have this idea about how to, you know, have philanthropy or donate or something. And we're always thinking in sort of a pitying way about people that need our help. And I'm not saying to not do that. Let's do that. Let's, let's help those people. But if, if we want to stay humble, we have to stay out of pity and sympathy. We want to have empathy and we want to really serve those who have the wisdom for us. That means besides crediting people that have come into your life with real wisdom, um, rather than taking from them and pretending it's your wisdom, and that happens all over the place on, you know, uh, different social media platforms where so-called influencers are grabbing at and taking other people's wisdom and kind of calling it their own. Instead of that, serve the wisdom keepers. Credit them. Okay? So that's one thing. And then and and make sure that whatever you're taking, you're it's it's that you're not stealing it. You're not you know, whatever kind of thing you're working with. It's not something that, and that means if you're taking a plant, you're not stealing the energy from the plant. You're in a humble attitude, an, a thank you, at least a thank you to this medicine. And then here's like a major leap. If you can do that to the harsh medicine, the, the, medicine that has seemed toxic to you, um, you know, the poison path is to have honor for the difficulties and thanks for the difficulties and gratitude for the difficulties in our life, the things that have been hard so that we're not um, disempowering ourselves or other by projection or belief that they did something wrong to me. As much as possible, we want to have gratitude in our life. And, and so just, I like this, I like using the metaphor of the plant medicine because it's really, really something that people who listen to my podcast, I'm sure are using herbs and different kinds of medicines, um, to aid their lives that are plant-based. Honor your plants. Say thank you when you take medicine. Um, if you, if you work with any kind of plant, remember that you're humbled to this wise being. You're not dominating it. You're at least equal to it, if not humbled to its wisdom and what it is offering you in your life. And I, I feel like this helps us come out of sort of uh, outdated black magic usages of symbols and plants and, and our allies. This helps us to be clear and clean and, and grateful and humble in the face of really important medicines. Mm-hmm.
Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma Podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com, and you can find me on Instagram at synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.